fans can't wait to vote. So we'll see you at the polls next Thursday. Tuesday. I know, Mom. I'm kidding. It was not funny! Funny! What's going on, y'all? Wake up, wake up. Mike, check one, two, wake up, wake up. This is the Get Up Podcast. This is DJ Belv. We actually got S. Dot in the studio. What's good? What's good? We got the CEO here of PVA Studios, you know, Ty. I'm here, I'm here. We got Pharaoh on, of course, the Aux Cord. Yeah, what's good? The light is strong. What is going on? The light is strong um, this week. How is everybody's week? Can I ask you guys what... What did you learn this week? Just in anything, what did you learn this week? Just in general? In general. <laughs> what did you learn? Um, how websites make money. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, all the different ways that they make money. That they make but money. Yeah. That they was, generate revenue. Yeah, that was one of my... Uh, and you learned that this week? This I could have learned it yesterday. Okay. That's <laughs> that. Um... I don't know. I've been reading in detail about some of the battleground states. So I learned a lot about mm-hmm. Florida and Texas and how the different areas around those okay. those places dictate, you know, why the state votes Republican or, or Democrat or those types of things. So, okay. Something I read up on. Dope. Pharaoh, what is it something that, and, and this is just anything, generalized, a, a generalized question just posed to, to everything. What is it? Because it's just something that I um, thought of this week and I was like, each day you should be learning something new. Like each day, you should take something from that day. I learned that discipline is really the grand tool to achieving most of your objectives. If you're not willing to change key aspects of yourself to achieve your goal, you're not really trying to achieve your goal in the first place. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that is dope. Um, This week... Mm. I actually had something on my mind and I can't think of it right now. But because like <laughs> I know the blue wave got you um yeah. got you mystified <laughs> you over here. <laughs> like, please, I'm, like, I'm just trying to think like just in general, like what is it that I learned this week? Um but all right, so so definitely let's go into all right, so this is what I learned this week, which is so interesting, or kind of like a thought process. Um regarding voting. Mm. As they said, um Angela Rye, which is so interesting. Um, brought up a um, very interesting quote, uh, and they and she said, um, if in regards to your vote, and if it in regards to it not mattering, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a, a lot of I believe I believe um, young people, um, and if we just want to, I just kind of want to focus on like you know the African American vote and so forth, where a lot of people say that their vote does not matter because it's not going to change the system. You know, the system yeah, is in yeah. place. Um, and, you know, uh, so she said, which is so interesting, I really love this quote. She said, if we have, um, actually, oh, um, why, if your vote does not matter, why are they working so hard to keep you from voting? Yeah, true. Like, why are they trying so hard like and the re- <clears throat> excuse me, um, and sorry for my my voice is mad horse right now. Um, <laughs> it's a partying all weekend. MC, boy, <laughs> these, bar, these bar mitzvahs are are lit this uh, this weekend. Um, 
So in regards to like Stacey Abrams, right? We spoke about that. Yeah. Where that guy, um, Kemp, uh, it, you know, purged, you know, thousands of, uh, of um, voters from the, uh, the, the, the rolls. Yeah. Um, that also, for the most part, is like happening in like Arizona and Texas. Um, North Dakota, um, where they literally just changed, they, I believe the Republicans, changed the requirements so that Native Americans or for it to make, for it to make it harder for Native Americans to vote, saying that they now need to have an ID with an actual street address. <laughs> However, on on Indian reservations, they don't have street addresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, so now they have to some you know now these tribes and so forth have to go. So you know of course that's not really saying on the African American vote, but just if and just and that then that question goes just generally towards all demographics. If there if your vote didn't matter, why is it? that they are trying so hard to have people not vote. I think it's, it speaks to two things, and it also speaks to a general um, annoyance sometimes I have about democratic strategy. So it's not like Republicans are hiding these rules, right? They are trying to disenfranchise the vote. They are trying to suppress the vote. I think a lot of times we go about complaining about them changing the rules instead of just trying to win within those rules. Mm. So if you know that you know, you need African-Americans, for instance, in, I think it's, um, but in a lot of Republican states, they have exact match. You have to exactly match your, your ID to whatever you're putting on the voter rolls yes. in order for it to go through. Yeah. So you, you know, this is what they're doing, right? So when you start signing up people, be very specific and let people know about this a year ahead of time, mm. you know, start when you're signing up, everybody start knocking these things out and making sure it's on there because eventually when you win, you can take it out. But if you don't win, if you're continuing to lose, then when you're sitting around complaining about it, they're just like, yeah, keep talking, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to put in more laws. But a lot of these um, things that are happening and these things, I mean, like the voter suppression is that there's another um, place. I want to say it was in like Kansas or Kentucky, one of the two where in a college camp, uh, the, the campus is a predominantly black campus but it's surrounded by a predominantly white area yeah right so but and of course these colleges have thousands of students so now these students are you know of age to vote and now of course the civic engagement you know for colleges is, is going on so they are they the republicans in this particular area i want to as i said kansas or kentucky someplace they are now moving the polling location outside of the city limits because mm. they're saying that the original polling place there's construction going on there but then when and i'm liberal news i'm watching the rachel maddow show they literally went down there and took pictures and it's an open parking lot no construction going on and so they're suing they so so and then actually let me finish this so you can hear this so they sue they sue and uh, bring this to, to trial or bring this to court. The judge throws out their motion because he said it's too close to election time for any decision or any um, debates to be happening at this point in time. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I like that's what not they're banking like a, on the Republicans. It's not like I'm disagreeing that what they're doing is shady and you know is voter suppressing, and they're basically trying to get people not to vote so yeah. that they can stay in power because they don't have enough votes to stay in power on their own. Mm-hmm. But you know the polling location. You have a vehicle. You mm-hmm. can get together and get a bus. Just get your people out there to vote. Mm-hmm. And because the only reason why this is happening, the only reason why this is happening is that during the Obama years, the young people didn't vote. They didn't care because yeah. we had somebody yeah, in office. Exactly. And Republicans thought, oh wait, maybe we can't win the president presidency but we can win state houses so they started getting governors and legislators and they started putting in judges and that's why you have this conservative judge who's like no i'm not keeping that motion exactly so now you got to fight a little bit harder now we all got to fight now we got to get a bus to get you out to the polling location but if you do it this one time if we get the governor's mansion this one time in 2020 when they rewrite the all of the the districts mm. and we start getting more judges onto the courts yeah. then you don't have to worry about it okay because then you can gerrymander it back to us or we can make it so that it's just a, a fair voting system because either way we'll probably end up winning but now these judges i mean these are lifetime appointments also, for the Supreme Court. go ahead Phil. sorry uh yeah also the other problem is for the first time in a long time baby boomers are no longer the minority majority voting age group Millennials are now the majority age group, so our vote now can take over the system, and they all know that. So if we don't vote about, what's it called? Empathy? Apathy? Yeah, apathy. Apathy. Yeah, if our apathy uh, remains the same, then we could lose everything. But if we just step it up in our intensity as a generation, we could can take over, fix the environment, save the oceans and shit. But we now have the power. We didn't have it before. So this is the first election cycle where now younger voters that 35, I think, to like 20 to like 18 or something is the no, I think it's like 40. Yeah, 35 to like 20, 18 is the like dominant voting group. Okay. Bye, you old folks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as as you can see that, um, and I'm glad that yeah, the the by old folks like comment that is unfortunately. Oh, I, I don't want to make this seem too. It's how I feel, yo. It's how I feel. Like honestly, if I had to really sum up what's wrong with the world right now, old people who don't actually understand what's happened to the world since they were born can't run the world as it is today. They gotta let it go. You have to get younger people into power right now, or you're gonna suffer a cataclysmic system fail of the entire world. Because these old fuckers cannot keep up with the change as it's coming. And they they choose not to, though. I think that's the biggest thing they choose not to. And and honestly, it's a lot. Honestly, it's too much. Like Mm -hmm. if you were born in the early 1900s, like come on, this is too much for you. If you were born in the 1950s, this is too much for you. Technology is overwhelming you. 1960s, 1970s. This is still a lot for you. Yeah. yeah. All right. We got cell phones that can do everything you ever wanted to do, almost even massage your back. How can you handle that when you were born with a horse and a buggy? <laughs> <laughs> but like, also speaking to your point, I I read an article about. I being able to identify opinion from fact in the news, mm. and they were testing. Um, baby boomers compared to millennials, mm. and baby boomers for every single question scored worse than the millennials are identifying opinion from fact. Mm. And 
part of the reason of this is because they were born in a generation where there were like three news outlets yep. and the outlets were all governed by the, the actual exactly. actual government where yeah. they said you can't just just make up opinions and stuff like that and put it on the radio that was an FCC requirement yeah. you had to, you, there was a certain like a fairness that had to be there so they grow up with the system and then they now they get Facebook where I can post whatever I, the fuck I feel yeah. right so I'm up there like oh do you know who's killing the environment Obama and they're like oh wow this is a news source <laughs> this is true yeah. you know and they're like yeah. they're reacting emotions, to that emotions ruled them that's well, what it is it's more like they see official news sources as being fair. Where now we see them and we're like, oh, some random person is you writing have to, that. You have to cite sources. We're yeah, you into have to dig then. a little deeper, have mm. you know um, things that you recognize, but they don't recognize that. Exactly. And now they, they, they vote based on that. And now we are, you know, like, oh, it's a, you know, climate change is a hoax by the Chinese. And they're like, yeah, this is true. And they're, true and they're voting like that, you know? I, I don't really mean to call out my mama, but, I, you know, she is a part of that. And unfortunately, uh, you know, they they can get bamboozled and hoodwinked because they think that, um, you know, that just because it's like something that they like. So, for instance, um, my, mo- my mom got called in called by some person talking about some Obama like you know forgiveness of like debt or loan or whatever the case is mm-hmm. and because she, the person said it was backed by Obama she believed them <laughs> and I'm like so and then of course she started going through this process blah blah but I'm just like do you know like what this is that they're talking of like you're giving your money to some random person oh no you know they they said this was by you know backed by obama and this and that's where you can see that just as Farrell was saying that like yeah this is not their time because like and and if you think about it now and i was actually kind of thinking more in depth that this is really like the stuff that is going on right now is extremely big in regards to technology and all that stuff i don't believe that we are even capable of like handling all of this because even if you think about it 20 30 years ago like when we were like kids what technology was then and then what has happened within the span of our lifetime we've seen everything for the most part the tail end of the a track that stuff i i agree and i think it's also created a great political strain on the legislative system because now you have way too many people in way too many different industries for the hand for the people you have in congress right now <clears throat> i think someone has to go up and say we have to increase the size of representatives in the house of representation in the, in the house of representatives the senate's fine you have to increase the house of represent uh, representatives there's not enough districts for human beings we have currently in America. If you increase the size, you get people from more places and more backgrounds who can bring these other conversations and a wider view on these topics and on these bills. I don't know if more people in in um you know Congress would be better, but I do think that the system needs to be rethought. I don't think the founding fathers really understood the Senate to be what it is now, with the extreme balance of populations being so different. Like they did think that you know you wanted to have a a place where it was all equal, but they didn't see like Kansas having three people and California having one of like the tenth biggest economy in the world. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's just something that they didn't particularly foresee. Um. And just certain like other things too. Like they just I don't think they saw the size or the scope of this being what it is. So now you have a Congress that's so disparate in its representation that yeah. it's hard for it to represent 
the American ideal or what America wants to happen because Wyoming has the same voting rights as California. I don't think that they have to have like 10 times as many, but maybe at least three senators, maybe at least four, you know, just something that makes it more representative of America as a whole. Um, and I think there are different things. So I don't think, so for me, the problem is more, so I agree with, I agree with your general premise, but I think in the application of it, even rethinking the system is, that's not really the problem. The problem is we create a political class. So we don't have people really running from fresh ideas, from fresh backgrounds to genuinely be in the roles they're running for. You have this like campaign money-making system that shuffles out these uh, uh, candidates from Lord only knows where who make a bunch of money, win, lose, or fail. Someone gets rich. Someone gets their money back. Someone writes it off as a tax return. And some dickhead is now in Congress trying to tell us how we're supposed to pay our taxes. Who doesn't know shit? Yeah. That's, for me, the problem. The problem is not actually the system. It's the political class we have in the system. It's like a fucking fungus or disease. If you actually read the Constitution, there's no reason why that government shouldn't work for most kinds of culture around the world. But if you let dickheads get in the system and create things like party rules and a two-party system and a funding system that says you have to get 11% of the vote before the federal government would give your party funding, then you're keeping opinions out out and make it easier for you to have like a dual party argument system that gets nothing done because once one says no and one says yes it's like uh, 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 nothing's happening so there's nothing to break up stagnation which will kill any great empire so i think we gotta get that fungus out i think we're on to tell you the truth i believe that we are on the cusp of that um uh, 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 of that i would say not and i don't no pun intended in regards to this you know analogy but this wave that we're kind of like coming over right i believe that we've gotten to the top of like you know in our political system we've had these two-party systems but i believe that we're coming to a point where things are you know, where, where the where the glass can't hold the water anymore i feel like we're getting to a point where because of donald trump you know, being elected and everything, I think that now this has spurred on the re-engagement of people in their civics and so forth. I don't, I don't know if... And expanding it to a certain extent. I think, so if you look at the presidency right now, the reason why the president is so powerful is because the party in power always wants to give the president more power um, because it's usually their party, their party, right? And then when it's not their party, they try to get... And that's a mistake of this stupid political yeah. back and forth shit. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. No, so I, I guess what I'm saying is that what you would need is a party in power who is willing to give up that power to change the system for the better. And I don't see any party doing that. No, that's not happening. A um, defungus party. Yeah, like that. You need a party to go in there and like take all the power away from the president and the president that's willing to give a lot of that power up. You need a. I Congress, like that though. You know, Ooh, that. that's not. You got me popping. That's nice. <laughs> you need a lot of it. I mean, like you need a Congress that's willing to change the system just to make it more fair, no matter when it was a draw. Like you need a party that's willing, wants to do that, who wants that electoral change. But I don't see any. I don't see Democrats doing it. I don't see Republicans doing it. This is one situation where it's there's a problem on both sides. <laughs> Usually there's not, but in this specific situation, it is definitely both sides of the aisle. Like he's fucking stuff for everybody. And um, which is so interesting. I'm searching up uh, on YouTube. I want to play that clip of Lindsey Graham saying, "I hope you guys don't." Don't get power. Like as soon as like you were saying that if somebody's going to give that power up, that 
that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, no, nobody wants to. That's not going to happen. You know, they're all like the House of Cards with Spacey like gripping onto it yeah. with blood coming out of their hands. Yeah. It's like I'm yeah. never leaving this chair. Yeah, but like as you know, to what Pharaoh said about there being a political class, it is. So one of the things I've when I've been reading up on liberalism, what they talk about is how like the government shouldn't be the sitting around governing all the time. Like it's not something that should be a permanent job for you. Like it should convene only when necessary. And right now we have people who think of Congress as their job. And what do they think about what do you think about when you have a job? You think about job security. You want to be in that be job in for that, as yeah, long for as long possible. Yep. Where so you you get into Congress and you want to stay in Congress and then you have to, you know, appease your money to overlords to keep funding your campaigns that come up every other year. And you don't really do a lot of time thinking about the American ideal. You think about what do I vote for so that three people in bumfuck Canada will vote me back in. Mm. You know, or like how do I get more um the the Koch brothers to give me more money? right oh i get on cnn and i yell crazy shit about trump like it's yeah. it's just kind of like they don't they're not thinking about creating the best america to think about how do i stay in this job and the two ways you do that is you impress a couple of billionaires and you keep your population dumb as shit and if you do those two things you can probably stay in congress and keep getting a congressional paycheck and then get out and get into a lobbying job it's, and i it's think and i problem. think that's kind of we're seeing that with the current you know republican in my opinion the republican um representation is in lindsey graham and chuck grassley and so forth um you know with these problem with these problems that you know have um arisen like the me too movement and you know um black lives matter and you know even the um second amendment stuff in regards to you know school shootings and and shootings of just shootings in general mass killings um that we see where they where these you know politicians um lie right so in regards to like what you were just saying s thought they are they they are cozying up to these billionaires, these yeah. Republicans, so like the NRA and stuff, because they're lobbying for them, right? Right. And it's and it's so uh, it, it's 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 scary to think, or to even see now that I'm you know kind of more in depth and like yeah. diving into this and really like paying attention to it. It's kind of scary to know that you know these Republicans and and politicians in general, but just in this climate right now how the republicans really are right now dude it's like you're really party over everything yeah it's and it's kind of getting to the point where so everything in america shouldn't be a wedge issue you know like like you your mean, sneakers shouldn't be a wedge issue that you're either democrat or republican where you eat you know a chicken sandwich shouldn't be a wedge label issue. Is, you can only have one yeah like you know like oh like you know like i'm either on one side or the other and right now if you look at our politics Everything is a, is. is a wedge issue. Every single thing we talk about. Yeah. Prison reform, you're Republican, you feel a certain way. Democrat, you feel a certain way. We're like, it's it's, it's, it's an odd thing, right? Like, those are things, maybe there should be a lot more um, bipartisanism. Yeah. But Even you, our sexual fantasy. Did you see that study? There's a new study that showed Democrats and Republicans even have different sexual fantasies. That's a wedge issue, too. Hold on, what like, was this? Nothing these two sides. What was this? <laughs> Yo, Republicans fantasize about, like, going to street clubs and like cheating and like swinger sex and shit and democrats fantasize more about like extreme sort of like bdm or rough or like explore your outside sex type shit <laughs> i'm like it's just some fucking bullshit where, where did you see this shit at where was <laughs> it's this? harvard review or one of those harvard college studies just put that shit out that shit had me dying i mean now that if you think about it i mean yes the stereotype but i mean you would kind of you know 
and, and, and unfortunately, I mean, I don't. It's, it's about really to be bad. a blue porn and a red porn. Yeah, like you can't even go be- online. <laughs> <laughs> you about to go on Democratic Democratic <laughs> <porn>. <laughs> It's going to be like Farmer's Meat. You know, it's going to be like Farmer's yeah. Meat. It's going to be like Republican, Republican porn. Republican RedTube.com. RedTube.com. Exactly. All the girls that make America great. <laughs> oh, no. And yeah, they, they what they fantasize of. Wow. That is, I mean, stereotypically, I can understand Damn. that. Where you where you could see a, a rich white man fantasizing about cheating on his wife and, and have, you know, be... Uh, having his maid be the typical or stereotypical um, uh, white girl, blue-eyed, blonde-haired chick, you know, with big boobs or some shit. It's gone too far, man. It's gone too far. Interesting. (laughs) We can't uh, watch the same porn. We can't be in the same country. (laughs) (laughs) It's over. But isn't it it sad that that porn is now a mainstream topic? Uh, I I don't know if it's sad. I mean, you know, like, I... If with somebody somebody wants with wants that to, chick, what's her name again? I'm already. The president her. is fighting with his ex porn star mistress exactly. on national TV, and we're okay. Talking Are you about serious? It. Yeah. At this point, porn is just a regular part of our life. Like you can't. What do you want us to do? The leader of our country sets the tone for the whole thing. Yeah, that's an unfortunate <laughs> thing. I. I don't think we really fully ex- accept, but it is what it is. It's the truth. Yeah, <laughs> you no. know that. That's what's happening. <laughs> did you see? Did you see what Trump put up? for he put on um twitter a picture of him on like a game of thrones poster i saw that saying, shit. i i saw that and i'm like this can't be life can't be life i'm like this can't be the president of the united states put himself in a game of thrones poster and said sanctions are coming like are this is for real the this president life, of the united states the this largest nuclear arsenal in the world and this asshole is over here thinking he's freaking Gandalf from Mordor and Lord of the Rings. Like, I'm just, I don't, I can't. This is can't this is it. life, man. And of course, you know, sanctions and talking about fake news and Trump. Don't associate him with Gandalf. Gandalf was way more classy. How dare you? You know, I can't. I'm exasperated. I don't even know who I'm talking about. Right I'm just... I'm yelling out <laughs> sci-fi characters, Professor X, exactly, Darth Vader, and shit. everything. Like, I don't know. Just talking about randomness and um and fake news. Um and you know stay, staying on the 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 politicians is um this caravan. Um I've been seeing a lot of you know talk about this caravan issue and if it is even an issue and so forth. Um I actually saw that um there. Uh, it was a leaked. Um, actually, uh, it was leaked. It was you know classified, but they must have unclassified it. Um, the because Trump is sending what nine thousand troops or however many troops to the the border for this quote unquote caravan. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. apparently, this happens all the time. Where this is a frequent event that happens. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I think it's something that happens like every year, and it's basically they travel like that because it's too dangerous for them to travel alone Mm. because they're trying to leave these countries that are besieged by like ridiculous amounts of gang violence. Yeah, gang violence, corruption. Yeah, and stuff like that. So they travel like this so they don't have to be like, you know, hit up by, you know, the cartels and stuff like that. So they travel together. Mm. Um, And yeah, they do it like every year, but it's only become a big deal now because, um, you know, Trump always tries to use it as an issue. Exactly. 
but like how they're using it as an issue is is the is the is um my point the um, the scare tactic tactics that they're pushing that when he's uh, apparently you know recently he's been going around uh, on his uh, you know campaigning you know for the Republicans and telling them to vote yeah. Um, and of course, also saying that the you know pipe bomb situation and the synagogue situation, oh, that has that has um, stopped our momentum. But you know, and not really like recognizing the situation that, that shit has happened, dude. Disgusting. So yeah. you're pushing scare tactics, and then pushing like, and then so when white males do this thing, right? When, when white males are like mass killing, uh, you know, people in churches and and um, clubs and concerts. Um, and somebody sending pipe bombs like these conservative white men the media is really not covering that but or that or i would say donald trump since i was talking about him not um uh covering that but worried about momentum yeah it's it's insane like that's what i'm saying like they have to die off like this kind of comes back to like you know what we were talking about before like these older people have to go like well i don't i don't know if it's just like an older people thing it's just you know trump's a sociopath like but not did, even just Trump, because this is the re- this is how people are thinking. Like the the and those people I'm talking of are conservative, you know, are are Trump's base, right? Those conservative people, Trump's base, are in uh, in regards to their age and their demographics. I want to say they kind of follow the same. Well, the you know the fish is rotting from the head down. I there I don't think that if I like that for instance, like I don't think if um, Paul Ryan was was president. That he would, he would this, yeah, yeah like true. I think he would really be like concerned about what happened. Like you know, I I think that he wants to rob the country blind. He's basically cutting his own taxes and going to be a lobbyist. Mm. I don't think he's a great person, but I do think that if somebody shot up a church, he would feel general genuine empathy. Exactly. You know, when that one woman got ran over in Charlottesville, I feel like he would feel general empathy, empathy. for that person. Yeah. Where Trump just can't feel that. He's like, yeah. oh, this is messing up my campaign. I need to be in power. You know. So like that's that's like Trump's. And that goes back to your point. Any, yeah. That goes back to your point that you were saying that they're cozy up to the billionaires, but granted, Trump is already you know a billionaire, and that's all they want to do is what can I do to continue to stay in power yeah. instead of thinking of your country first. You're thinking of your. And country. also, somebody's getting rich off Donald Trump being president. Oh yes. Someone is actually profiting off this. Oh yes. I mean, actually, a lot of people yeah I was gonna and say those people, people are quite happy this so that's another thing like he's a horrible piece of a president but somebody's making money and they're keeping him in power they're helping keep him in power exactly and so i just kind of want to go back to the caravan um thing so as you were saying that this comes this is about like every year that they travel from of course these you know these countries that are you know, corrupt and gang ridden and families are being killed and little people, you know, little uh, children are being killed and or, you know, forced into situations, um, you know, dangerous situations. But they're pushing this rhetoric that's th- that like this caravan is coming and they're going to like kill you or, you know, rape and they're going to, you know, they're throwing stones at people and, you know, shit like that. Um yeah, I I read this article and this guy was like, Trump has managed to convince old white ladies in North Dakota that a caravan coming from South America is going to show up at their door and rape and pillage their town. Oh, yeah. Like, just kind of like insanity like that. Like, I'm not even saying that there aren't some people who are probably like in a gang or something who are in this caravan. Like, but it's like the overwhelming majority of them are women and children who are fleeing horrific violence yeah. in places where we used to welcome them into the country like that used to be 
be. Um, somebody posted a meme, and I I, I hate quoting memes because they always distill yeah, very yeah, yeah. complex problems yeah. and small things. Exactly. But they were talking about like Christians, and they were like, if you were truly a Christian, you'd be at the border with like blankets Trying to help them. and like shoes, like, like please come in here, let us help you get away from this horrific violence. Um, and I think that as a country, you know you do want to manage how many people are coming into your country and you do want to know who is coming into the country and things like that. Exactly. Um, but you don't want to have armed guards out the border shooting people who are throwing rocks. Uh, yeah. Like that's insane. Like there's, there's, there's levels to this, that you know, like during that, um, the pipeline when, uh, Obama was, uh, in, was, uh, still in the seat when, uh, or I would say his, his tenure like at his oh yeah and um what was it rock yeah like sue rock or whatever the case is and yeah where they only they didn't have anything they may have been like throwing like rocks or whatever but they're over here shooting them yeah it's it's insane um and and you saw kind of where was it i think it was in um nigeria yeah where they shot of all the protesters who were throwing rocks and then after that when Trump made that speech, they put it up as justification. They're like, see, this is what the U.S. is doing. Same thing in Israel um, um, with the Palestin- uh, Palestinians. So, you yeah. know, this this the things he says has have real consequences. Yeah. And one of the the tricks that the alt-right plays is like, they, they send out all these signals of like racism and demagoguery. And they always say, when you take it serious, that they're joking. But, you know, like they're like, oh, why are you taking this yeah. so serious? Well, because yeah, 60 people got shot. That's yeah. why I'm not taking it seriously. Exactly. It's a real thing. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not the crazy. Like, they try to gas- gaslight everybody into believing that they're crazy. Also, something I also thought about, that that reporter who was killed by Saudi Arabia, oh. think about it in another thing. Donald Trump hates that, that, re- that newspaper. That reporting agency hates that paper. Talking about them yeah. all the time. Saudi Arabia, if anything, was like, "Oh, buddy, let me take out the one of them that looks like uh, that we can do." That was like a gift to him, <laughs> to his way of life, to the world he's been speaking on. To say he really cared, it's an exaggeration. He's he, getting what he, he wants out of those countries. He actually p- believes that we should probably be doing that to journalists now. Like he's taking, he wants to take what Putin has done, what um, what um, North Korea, Kim Jong Un has done. Uh, those particular dictators, if you want to call them that, um, you know. He wants to basically put us into that and just keep everything silent, keep the rich richer, keep the poor poorer, and keep it wider, most likely. Well, even to you know Pharaoh's point, like the things that he says do do have real consequences, right? So when you say that the Washington Post is the enemy of the people, you know Saudi Arabia is going to take note of that, and they're like, oh well, I want to get rid of this journalist. Let's he help said him. this guy is the enemy of the people. Yeah, like um, there's that one story about this king in England who said um. Can somebody please get rid of this meddlesome priest? Um, he was a high priest in like um, you know, Great Britain. Mm. And when the king said that, somebody went out and killed him. Shit. Like he didn't really, you know, the the they king didn't, didn't really think that yep. that was going to happen. But yep. when he said it, everybody at court was like, "Oh, okay, this is what he's sanctioning." Exactly. So you know, like it's it's stuff like that where you say things, and people around the world are like, "You're the American president. We got to take what you're saying seriously." Mm. Um, and people die. People exactly. get killed. Yeah. Um, you know, people send pipe bombs. People shoot up churches because they feel like you're talking to them. These yeah. things have real consequences. You have to be careful what you say. Did um so 
just kind of like talking about or staying on that you have to be careful what you say that pipe bomber guy um did you hear about that um s thought like kind of like the particulars of that um apparently he was spewing hateful rhetoric i believe his uh manager was uh you know came out and and said um or reported uh that he his rhetoric for the most part has been you know racist and yeah. um and and so forth so it's it's so and then of course the uh synagogue shooting unfortunately that you know that that yeah. happened you know of course our, our thoughts and prayers go out to you know the family uh the families uh, of um of, of those that uh that were killed in that but um i didn't hear like unfortunately i i didn't kind of research what was going on with that did you hear anything more about that I mean, just as far as details, um, the one who sent the pipe bombs out had a pretty extensive social media trail yeah. of just, you know, pictures, memes, things like that, of just, you know, uh, spewing hateful things. Um, the the guy who shot up the, the synagogue, he was actually pretty silent. Um, he, he only said, like, a couple of things, and one of them was just, like, you know, all this kind of anti-Semitic things. And then he was like, oh, I'm going in. He was like, yo, I can't wait for any more. I'm going in. Oh, shit. Um, and then he goes and, you know, shoots up the synagogue. Um, so, you know, they, these are people who are on the alt-right there. They are people who are radicalized in the United States. And they are taking action when they feel like they are being supported right now by the government. They feel exactly. like they have somebody who, you know, supports them and believes in what they're believing and in. And who is condoning the, the violence yeah. that they do. And then, you you know, as it, as it goes down into places like Fox News and Alex Jones, who, you know, throw out all these conspiracies. No, no, you guys, are, you guys are drastically underestimating what these people believe. These people believe they're trying to help free Trump. Like, Trump, they, like they rightfully elected Trump, and now their system is trying to, like, keep Trump from doing what he needs to do. So they got to do it, or else Trump would already be doing it. That's what you guys are dealing about this. Mm. They already think they won, but now the system itself is their enemy, and their president just needs to be let go and not held back. Wow. Yeah, that could. I, I mean, I, no, that, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that is. Um, and then, Pharaoh, did you hear anything more about this? About like the shooter? Uh, you know, for you know, uh, at the synagogue. Um, Apparently, what is like about eight or nine people? No, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't hear actually much That's about. I heard about it happening, yeah. but like, then like it was a week when everything was happening. It was the synagogue, the pipe the bombs, pipe bombs. Yeah. Uh, then wasn't there something else? Something else stupid happened too. Like it was no, just a lot of. Cr- the world like, was on fire for like a full week. For a full week, yeah. There's been like three other mass, mass shootings. Shit. Like, um, there was yeah. one in the Midwest where this guy shot up two black people and almost got to a church, but the door was locked. Oh, So he shit. couldn't get in there. Oh, um, shit. There was the one in Florida where they shot the two people at yeah. the yoga studio. Um, I heard about that one. I heard about that black... I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was a lot. Two black women were killed? Was I, that, I, I don't know something? if it was two black males. I just know he killed two black people, and he was trying to get into the church, but the shit, doors were locked. Dude. So he couldn't get in. Um, there were the two people at the yoga studio. It's not like... I did not hear about We're, we're so numb to it now, because unless you kill 50 people, you know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, the next mass shooting you know like and it's um, happening consistently like every other day like before <laughs> it was like one a couple months another now it's like back to back to back to back it's bang bang it's a war yeah so they're already at war we're just not realizing it because we all don't experience it every day but they're already at war bro <laughs> which is kind of like to go back um 
and just like talk about uh like the the fake news, the caravans, and so forth. When I said that, uh, you know, there was leaked documents that came out. Uh, the leaked documents were by you know the army because uh, because of you know Trump wanting to you know put you know thousands of troops at the border for for no reason. These leaked documents uh, stated that there's like twenty a twenty percent chance, or uh, you know that even half of them will make it. To you know, like say if he if he is like thinking, oh, they're coming to the border and they're you know we uh, the Democrats just want open uh, open borders and shit like that. That this particular leaked document by the army stated that there is like a twenty percent chance, or or only like twenty percent of the people, like say you know however many um, they said that were were there, that were even going to make it to the border. But for the most part, most of them would have not made it that far in regards to the journey. So. You know, just like with this fake news that he's pushing, the scare tactic, the scare tactics that he's pushing, and then the shit that is actually happening, you know, um, from these scare tactics that they, that they push is is like I think the baffling. funny thing too is that I think like they're still on the other side of Mexico. Exactly, like they have no chance of making it here before the election, and they're like, they were, "Oh, we're sending troops to the border today." It's like they're not going to get here for like months. They were like, "Oh, I think there was like 900 miles away or something like that from the border <laughs> for like when all of this when when they were pushing this particular rhetoric." It's like, <laughs> what is it like? So, but um, and so I actually pulled up this uh, clip because. This clip about a woman uh, who was actually harassing um, two uh, actually harassing black sisters uh, that were waiting for AAA. So this is like kind of this is the backlash that happens from all of that fake news that's being pushed. And of course, the mindset of these uh, of uh, we would want to say um, these conservative um, these conservative people. So let me actually get that. I want to see if this actually cares. I'm if you white and I'm hot. I'm white and I'm hot. So what are you doing here? So this lady, actually, let's see. Parking lot that you feel that you need to come here. I make one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year, and I want to make sure that you're all up in here. Girl, girl, I got you, girl, girl. I'm white. I'm girl, white. I'm girl. White. I'm white. My face. You can. Bitch. I'm still gonna make one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. I'm still going to make $125,000 Monday morning. Who are you? Do you live here? No, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Is your boyfriend here? Is your baby daddy here? Nobody cares. I'm white and I'm hot. I'm white and I'm hot. So what are you doing here? You're harassing us. I bring out my concealed weapons here. This is North Carolina, by the way. So I just wanted to play that clip right there because that just ties into exactly what we're talking about. Like the rhetoric that the Republicans right now are pushing, the fake news that their base is literally believing, the actions that they 
continue to do like we heard this woman so they're actually uh, this is on the huff post um her name so as you heard this was in north carolina um this was actually reported last month um this uh white woman was filmed harassing two black sisters outside of uh, an apartment complex uh they were actually um waiting for uh triple a um so her name is susan westwood all one word susan westwood and apparently she was dubbed south park susan <laughs> um and what the the great thing is you know that the backlash that this caused um she was actually booked um by the sunset beach police department on saturday um on outstanding misdemeanor warrants uh for misuse of the 911 system and four criminal summons um she actually uh was charged with uh she oh. also was um fired from her job um where did she she work? not she make, making one hundred twenty thousand dollars now <laughs> <laughs> i thought she you said on monday me. you were gonna you were gonna get that money what happened <laughs> she was fired from her job at charter communications oh. so you're not making that hundred twenty five thousand on on monday now bitch she should have communicated a little better when she was talking to them black people <laughs> i love this i love this i love this why this do you world why do you you can be this? white and crazy but we're gonna get you fired now hit them in the pockets because i always felt like yeah. if we can't end racism to a cultural concern we can end racism to just making it not a financially available option exactly. and that's what we're starting to do now i also like that you know i mean i i get tired of the stories but i i I like that it's always in the news Mm. so that when people say that we're lying and that nobody's really harassing you you know it was like the it was with the you know the police shootings yeah but they're like oh these things didn't happen that much and then every other month it was like black guy sitting on bench choked to death by a police officer like you know like it, it got to the point where like you had to you had to be willfully ignoring it to say that nothing is happening and they and have I, been and the first incidents that happened was the rodney king beatings that they didn't yep. see or or, or like, actually the um the selma uh the bridge well i i think that's a different like okay. selma was a, a political march it exactly. wasn't you know but but, but like shit but, that happened but the thing yeah. about that but even with that like they had to put it on tv to show you how to bad the exactly. south was yep and yep. even with rodney king maybe that was the only thing you saw mm. so you're like okay like the guy was speeding he was probably mouthing off and got beat up by the cops you know like whatever it happened these are the three bad apples right yeah but when you see it every other day yeah like every day somebody's getting shot by the every day there are white people running around as harassing black people then it's like you start to have a little bit more empathy for it. you start to kind of believe what's going on so yeah. i like that people catching it on camera love it post love it up yeah. post it on facebook again her <laughs> name uh is susan westwood so i'm glad that she has been charged and um i mean that's you know one thing that i wanted to talk about too not in depth but you know kind of us being able to uh charge these people you know there has to be something there has to be some sort of consequence for them trying to call 911 on black people for doing absolutely nothing yeah for 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 uh you know uh, having a barbecue <laughs> you know <laughs> or you know selling lemonade like there has to be a charge or some sort of consequence hit for, them pockets yeah hit, right, them, hit pockets. them pockets actually i want to pick your guys brain um about why do uh why do we think that I would say like the Black Panthers didn't kind of take the thought process of like what the KKK did with like, you know, after they were so radicalized and they were like, you know, of course, lynching, you know, black people and stuff. And then they went into politics and then they started to recruit people in politics. Why do you think that like, well, the Klan wasn't systematically destroyed. 
the, the clan operated with government. With, with gov- yeah. Thank you, authority. thank you, Estac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, like that question was so like my like yeah. I'm thank you. Do you answer him? Because I was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying is because like you know even like in black black clansmen, right? You had you know a, a black police officer uh, and so forth. Granted, it was so hard for him to get to that particular point, right? But I'm wondering, like, say if you took that kid like if you I, slowly I, worked the way you know worked it well i i think comparing the the black panthers to the clan is is a a bad corollary for mm. that um but i do think that the idea of blacks organizing and then going into politics infiltrating things like like the police force and yeah. you know yeah. trying to become judges and yeah. trying to get into the system get and changes because i think it is an idea um prevalent in the black community that we can't change the system from the inside so we have to do it from the outside exactly but we we, we got that because we were kept out of the inside for so, long for so long that you developed that mentality. They want you to think that way and they don't let you within the system. Yeah. So I do you know see the idea of how that works where you know conservatives do that now right they get yeah. all their guys on the bench to get them as judges and then they push their cases through exactly as black people we should be trying to do the th- same thing that's what i'm yeah um, exactly not to and i didn't mean to say like to compare them in that no, way, I didn't. but just like in the way that they went about trying to get into the system yeah and and because i uh who was uh who was the the lead the like whatever he said and uh the leader of the kkk whatever he was just like david duke david duke where when they went into politics they yeah. were like let's not be like the hood robe or whatever the case is right and not to say that the black Panthers were killing anybody like what the kkk no. was doing but saying that if they granted they were dis- just like you said they were systematically dismantled yeah but i was i'm wondering like if there is a way to like say well, it's just that like working so so if you you know you look at the clan the reason david duke was able to do that was because people who are in the government were part of the clan exactly so you know you had senators who are yeah. in the clan like mm. they they would go speak at clan rallies like you know there have been presidents who spoke at clan rallies um there, there's no black panther in the government you know I like know. they just yeah. wouldn't let you into that system like but the thing is they didn't know that they were in the clan so what happens if no they no they did like oh, okay. that it was it was supported <laughs> you know that, yeah, that's like true. That's when true. you watch black clansmen there was yeah. an ad in the paper that's true that to, to true. call up yeah, and call, join the clan yeah, that is true <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that it wasn't true. a it wasn't a and as you said they, weren't, they definitely weren't systematically dismantled by like the fbi like the yeah uh, like, like uh, yeah and they didn't have like a president <laughs> going after them saying yeah, systematically yeah. destroyed <laughs> exactly put in jail bomb shot yeah. and you name it they did it chased overseas CIA's poison, all that and above. Yeah. Like you have to think about California's strict gun laws were put a lot of them were put in place by Ronald Reagan. Okay. To stop the Klan. Not the Klan, to stop the Black Panthers the Black from having Panthers. guns. Wow. So like you ha- you have to understand like how deep it went. Like yeah. they like, you know, this is a group that wants everybody to have guns. And RA was really against guns when it was the Black Panthers taking yep. there with the guns. You know what I'm saying? You so like we you, even said it now is that yeah. we need to like now, like black people you need to go into yeah. yeah, get black yes. people start signing them signing up by the boatload all of a sudden. Sign them up. Oh uh, no, we need common yeah. sense gun legislation. <laughs> what do you mean sign you them up twenty five quips for gun laws? What? <laughs> All, all of the Latino black gangs, yeah, yeah, sign up for that. Be legal, you know. Sign up for the yeah, NRA. Shooting clubs, talking about gang, gang, gang. We part of the NRA. Oh no, they would shut. No, they would shut the NRA up in quick. this hope. <laughs> you know, real. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't sign up for the NRA. <laughs> black NRA, have them, yo, for real. I'm telling you, yo. 
Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. Um, and just actually kind of, uh, I want to t- uh, kind of come back to like the backlash, especially with this uh, Susan lady, um, Megan Kelly, she was fired from the, um, from NBC and from her, uh, from her show, her yeah. daytime show uh, this past week because of her racist uh, and uh nonsensical uh particular uh rhetoric that she was saying about blackface like she was like yeah during halloween I, she, I she thought she, she thought she was on fox news i want to see if i can pull this up she yeah she thought she was on fox news and <laughs> she said some crazy shit and she found out that she was on normal news and nobody was really feeling that yep um they were also too talking about how her show is doing very bad numbers. Her show was beforehand doing bad yeah, numbers. Yeah, so that they was were like, thing, yeah. they were like, you know, the the network that was supporting her, they probably would have been a lot nicer about it had she been like killing the ratings and yeah. making them oodles of money. Exactly. But they were looking at it like, oh, this is a bad investment. This is a great chance for us to get rid of her. Yeah, I just um, wanted to play that really quickly. Because, because so truly, you do get in trouble if Basically, you her crazy wasn't as profitable as they had gambled. Or a black exactly. person who puts on white face. We're just playing this clip like, real quick. I, for I, okay, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. Yeah. There was a controversy on The Real Housewives of New York with Luann. As she dresses Diana Ross. And she made her skin look darker than it really is. And people said that that was racist. And I don't know, I felt like... Who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I I don't know how like that got racist on Halloween. Yeah, that right there. <laughs> that right there. It's like that Pharaoh, that kind of goes back to your sentiment about older cuz she's about to be I think she's about to be 50. 50? I believe so. Uh, no, I think she's a lot younger. No. Than that. Um but like it just shows like a supreme lack of understanding of of history like if this was like another country where blackface wasn't used continually to degrade african-americans um you know then then maybe then maybe it's fine right but like for years and years and years it was just a joke on how to how to degrade and demoralize and paint us as baboons and idiots and bumbling fools sitting on porches eating you know whatever so at this point no you can't do it like you know what i'm saying like (laughs) like you 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 abuse the privilege right like (laughs) it's the same thing like oh you say the n-word in a whole bunch of rap so i want to say it like no you can't get like this is you're not chris for Columbus you can't just come out you know you know just feel like you discovered something and and then just take it and and as yours like that's this is not this is not you know what happens now you know <laughs> yeah I mean not, you know it's not even like not taking it as it's yours like you, the reason you used it was so that you could lynch us exactly and put exactly. us on forums like it wasn't it's different than you know it's not just a word describing a group of people <laughs> you know what I'm saying so like you you can't have these things without context. Yeah. If you take them out of the context, yeah, it's absurd that one word should be banned from one group of people into another one, right? Mm. But then when you take the historical context into account, then you really understand why these things are so problematic. You understand and why blackface have, is so problematic. She didn't have not not near one black person on that panel when she was talking about it. Yeah. Like they like just as a, a professional person, you know, her being in that per, in uh, like the media and news for however many years, wouldn't you think that she's like oh, let's not talk about this because we don't have anybody to that who is of you know who is black or if you're talking about a spanish or hispanic issues somebody who's latina latino you know somebody who can actually speak to that particular problem but you had all white people talking trying to defend blackface it was just a dumb thing to bring up 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, even if you have black people on the show, like, really, you want to have a panel on why I can't wear blackface? Like, like no, you can't have that panel. I'm sorry. Yeah. By <laughs> you, just no can't, you just can't do it. Like, I don't. No way, shape, or form. <laughs> Like, you know. I don't want to explain to you why you can't be a slave on my show. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, this is not a real debate. I don't know why I have to tell you, but oh, you want Plantation 101? I'm sorry, I don't teach that. No, no. <laughs> is the Holocaust real or fake? Or on live exactly. with Mary Kelly? Like, no, this is not a debate. Just don't do it. <laughs> like, exactly. Stop. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Um, and I think, so just uh, an update. I think that Pipe Bomber, who's. Um, whatever his name is, I think that he is like going you know being charged with like i think like 68 years or something like that like however many um sorry i i, I however many years I, I know um he's being charged with a whole bunch of shit yeah um, the synagogue dude is getting life they're thinking about getting him in the chair <laughs> and so. he yeah so he just went up there ak-40 i mean it, like what did did they say yeah i think it was the ak and he just started See? started blasting away See? And the, but I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard much about from the NRA in like opposition of anything. No, they don't talk about shit. As us as black people, it's true. You, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna actually cut this one short. This was actually a good one, man. Yeah, we got a lot I of like stuff this in one. There. I like this one. Um, Farrell, are you sending anybody to the great fields, or do you have a gold star point? Yeah, my gold star point. It's going to be check up on people you haven't heard from. Um, I think it's very important as, you know, we get closer to the end of civilization that we enjoy these last few moments with the people we love. <laughs> I like that. I like that nice, positive, motivational uh, little statement right there. That's dope. Uh-uh. Uh, Estat, are you saying anybody to the great fields or... Um, this may be a little, a little petty of me and it may be because I'm just in a, you know bad mood or something but i saw this like now this piece on on facebook you know like now this they have like the positive stories yeah so they had this one candidate and he's running in um texas and they're like oh this candidate speaks eight different languages and he's campaigning in ancient hindu and all i could think was like yeah we we speak the most languages and get the least votes you know like like it's great that you can speak in hindu but you're 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 campaigning in texas you need to speak old white person mm. like that's what you need to speak to get the votes yeah. um and, I, and it just kind of annoys me because i think that sometimes i mean look it's it's diversity and inclusion is great and i want everybody to have a voice and i want everybody to speak in those same voices but part of the problem is part of the reason why we lose so many elections is because we're so focused on like the two people from this extra diverse background and we ignore that 80% of the population that's like white and we we ignore them because we're like oh you've had your time well yeah they did have their time but they represent 80% of the vote so now their time needs to be now when you're speaking to them Mm. and I I think that sometimes you know and it's I'm being petty you know it was a small snapshot of this guy's thing but I think just as liberals sometimes you really need to understand that we want to have a very diverse and inclusive um, demographic but you can't ignore the majority of the population, which is, you know, suffice it to say, is, is white. And, you know, the majority of people who are voting are older and white. Yeah. And you have to be able to talk to them, explain to them why they should have liberal values and why they shouldn't follow Trump in order for us to get back into power and make the changes that we really want to make. We can't ignore a large swath of the demographic like we hate mm. when they ignore us. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just and something that to think about. And that will spur on that, like, I would say the backlash to him, like, oh, you know. Uh, you're not you're not talking to 
you know, the yes. common person, like, unfortunately, like, what Hillary didn't do. Yeah, it's not, it's not like it was bad. It was just like, I, I feel like you're focusing on the wrong thing, especially in, like, if he was running in Queens, like, <laughs> that yeah, would great. Yes. Like, yeah, speak yeah. to everybody. Queens, you know, Brooklyn, you have a blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, like, if you're running in Texas, like, you, you have to speak to Texans. Mm. <laughs> you have to speak that language. You have Country to, language, yeah. you have to get dumb to understand why it's bad to call the media the enemy of the people you have to get dumb to understand why climate change is affecting them you have to get dumb to understand this so that they put you in power and change these things mm. and it's speaking to the Chinese isn't going to help yeah um so it's just my my little gripe yeah. <laughs> i don't blame you i don't blame you i like that um my uh gold star point uh and remembrance is just going to be to go vote um i didn't do it today but i did want to, yes go vote um coming up on tuesday make sure you check your polling places um today i wanted to go through like what uh new york's ballot is going to look like like who's going to be on it and stuff i heard facebook was um you know helping out with that uh cause and you know uh I think on your home screen when you first bring it up, they'll tell you exactly. You know, if, I think you just have to put in who you're, who you're, uh, where you're polling, or you know, where your district or whatever it is, your area code, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then it'll say like who's on the thing. So I need to do that because I need to see who else is on. It. And some places Uber is even taking people there. That's true. So yeah, Uber is taking people free. But do you think are they bringing people back to? I don't know. Look, we got you out to the polls. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> Uber, figure it out. That's my question. You can follow like, Uber and get back. Yeah, fifty dollars. I was like, is I was like, are they surge are they, pricing? <laughs> surge pricing. <laughs> we'll bring you out that. here, but you gonna have to find your way back or pay. We just bringing you here so you could vote. I don't know about after that. Mm, you gotta, you better hit that Uber app. You better see, yeah. Uber X, Uber Pool is cheaper. They're not, there's no Uber Pool. This is where you gotta get that Uber XL. <laughs> oh damn. Uber hope I mean I I shout out to Uber for doing that you know um getting people out there but that was one of my questions that I had I was talking to somebody with about like how are they supposed to be getting how are people supposed to be getting back but that's the afterthought make sure you go there and vote yes that's the first thing you Classic should do Classic liberal Steve wanted people to give out free stuff the government to give out free stuff all the time I mean if I was pay for your own trip to vote <laughs> If I was if I was Republican, it would be more along the lines of have my taxpayers somehow pay that, <laughs> and just don't uh, say anything about it. Basically. Yeah. Um, again, so this is a get up podcast. Uh, wake up, wake up, get up, um, and actually be on the lookout for some new shit that's about to go down. Um, we're after probably at the end of this season. Yeah. At yeah. the end of this season. Um, you know, coming up in the beginning of uh, the, be you know, of, of um, the next season, uh, some new changes are coming about. You know, we have to um, we have to glow up. Yeah, we have yeah. to glow up. Yeah. And um, we uh, we have to continue to, you know, think. Of our, yeah, we have to think of our longevity, you know. <laughs> um, so be on the lookout for that again. Check out our. But we love you. Yes. <laughs> check out our SoundCloud, iTunes um, at the Get Up Podcast, the IG at the Get Up Podcast. I know we're working on a uh, Twitter and all that stuff. So, um, you know, we're expanding. This thing is, is it, we're, we're about to. Grow up, grow up. We about to go grow up. So um, again, this is Get a Podcast. What do we say? Boom. God damn, it's a new.